Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Good uh, morning, sir. Uh, you know, I, I was just looking up as we were starting the program, and my friend was, he was like jogging in place. He's ready to go. He's, he's, uh, uh, yeah. he's, ex- hey, no, no, no. I'm, I'm full of uh, something in vinegar. Yes, but, you uh, are. Hey, um, <laughs> lots of things happening. You know, an interesting thing happened yesterday. Uh, Emmer? Emmer saying yeah. bye bye? He well, dropped out? One second, Emmer is the guy, literally. One second, yeah. they have a secret ballot, and the, a, a representative, Emmer, who is a rhino, a rhino's rhino, he's the guy to be Speaker of the House. And everybody's saying, well, it looks like it's going to be Emmer. Emmer is the uh, leading candidate. Emmer is the choice of the House. And suddenly, three hours later, Emmer has withdrawn his name. It's over. Emmer's done. Didn't and, Trump he, Trump blasted him before, and I think he did again. He did. He and, he put out a, a truth social, and he, and he said uh, this is this can't be the guy. He's anything but on our side. He uh, he's for trans. He's for he's for everything that uh, MAGA doesn't stand for. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he got more in common with uh, the Democrats than he does uh, his own side of the of the aisle. So uh, I guess he realized the writing is on the wall. Actually, I was listening to a talk show this morning, and the gentleman who does the talk show was saying he thinks, from what he's heard, uh, that they were inundated with thousands of phone calls against him yesterday after that Truth Social thing came on. Mm-hmm. And they all realized, oh, man, this is... This is going to kill us. I mean, the people were threatening to to stop funding and you know uh, donations. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there was a secret ballot later on last night. Yep. And now Mike Johnson is, uh, I guess, in that secret ballot. Yeah, uh, he's the designate. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the House Speaker designate. Yep. Um, and I'll be honest, I don't know much about Mike Johnson. So. Well, you know uh, what what they said was, and I, this was good to hear. It says, according to social media strategists. Uh, Joey Mananarino. <laughs> I'm sure Easy I, for you to say. Joey, say it five jo- times real fast. Joey, I think I probably just butchered your last name. It's Mansarino. Manarino. Manor- Joey Manarino. I'm sorry. Manarino. I think okay. That's about as close as I can get, Joey. Uh, uh, after that, we're it, done. No. Uh, Mike Johnson boasts a liberty score of 74%. A representative from Louisiana, Johnson has been a member of Congress since 2017 and has a generally strong voting record. He played a key role in initiating the Texas uh, amicus brief in 2020 and voted against the certification of the 2020 election results, which he viewed as fraudulent. Johnson has been selective in supporting funding for Ukraine, only voting in favor of the initial funding bill, meaning these subsequent funding bills, he's uh, been against that. A strong advocate for national security, Johnson backed Trump's travel ban on countries considered to be hotbeds of terrorism. He also served on Trump's legal defense team during both the 2019 and 2020 Senate impeachment trials. On the social front, Johnson is decidedly conservative. In 2022, he introduced the Stop the Sexualization of Children's Act aimed at preventing federally funded institutions from promoting the sexualization and transgenderization of children. Additionally, Johnson is a personal friend with Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett. 
So he looks like a good guy. He looks like a good guy. He looks like a guy who's actually much stronger than than Kevin McCarthy. Now, whether now he McCarthy, gets it, Yeah, McCarthy is uh, throwing the idea out there that, uh, you know, he's going to uh, try to reinstate himself as speaker with uh, Jim Jordan as his assistant speaker. How that I've never, work, heard, I've never heard of an assistant speaker. Have you? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> uh, and I'm going like... How is he going? Look, I'm not. I'm not saying that anything bad about Kevin. He, he, you know, he went and cut a deal with the devil, and the devil bit him on the butt. Uh, that's just how it goes. Uh, but you know, I, I don't know how he would reinsert himself. <laughs> but the house is divided. They, they. Now, I do have. I do have to say this. They got to get it together. If they don't, mm-hmm. you know, we are a joke as a party, and the only, the only redemption is to get it back together. Still going to be a joke until they just say, okay, that's it. Here's everything we got to do. And they march without hesitation forward, do everything that they've been dancing around. Just get it done. You know, Bill, what's interesting is is I heard somebody say yesterday, and it's kind of true, that uh, they're complaining that, well, the House isn't getting anything done right now. Oh, they are. But, but that's not a done. but that's not a bad thing. <laughs> For example, yeah. you know what we haven't done in the past three weeks while there there been no speaker. We haven't sent money to the Ukraine, which the yeah. left wants us to do desperately. Oh, Joe's trying to hide it in bills that he's doing. You know, he wants to give away that money. Boy, doesn't he? Holy smokes! Um, I have a, a couple of cuts from uh, Doug, Doug McGregor. You know, he was on with uh, Tucker this week on episode 33. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the cuts that we didn't play from that, uh, from that conversation with Tucker Carlson, uh, I want to play now. For, uh, and then I, I have another cut, which I found, which he was on another podcast, and he was talking about our domestic problems, which I thought was kind of interesting. The thing about Doug McGregor, and I like Doug McGregor. I think he's a, I think he's a smart military strategist and observer. But I, I think, and this is just my opinion, I think he, he's being simplistic about the, uh, the Gaza issue. I mean, he wants, he thinks, wait a second, Israel, don't jump into that because nothing good's going to come out of it from you because you will be made the bad guy in the eyes of the world. And, and he said, you've already killed five thousand people with your. With your bombing in uh, in you know Gaza, Gaza City, so you've made your point, and maybe it's it's best now that we stop before you, the worst things happen, you know. But the problem is, and I, I he fails to talk about this in all of his interviews, is the it may not be a decision that Israel has to make. Meaning, if Israel were to say right now, okay, we're not going to invade Gaza. We've made our point. We're going to surround them. We're going to take control of the city. We're going to run Gaza, but no more, no more deaths in, in Gaza City. I, that doesn't mean that the Hamas will stop doing what they're doing. I mean, we have to remember Hamas start, started this. They're the ones who sent in the gliders and attacked civilians. Okay, so let's, if, if Israel doesn't attack right now, if they stop, what's to stop Hamas from doing it again, you know, going out there and attacking another kibbutz. That's just my humble opinion. I think that's a right. a bit, I think Doug, as smart as he is, I think when it comes to that, he's a bit simplistic. But anyway, he was talking with Tucker and uh, he had this to say. We have no real army anymore. 
the army is down to perhaps what 450,000 how much of that is ready to fight is open to debate much of it is sitting in eastern europe right now we we don't have the means to rapidly ship a large force of 80 to 100,000 troops on the ground into the region which means that we're reliant on special forces and right now 2,000 marines and perhaps 2,000 special forces and special operations forces that's not going to make much of a dent and as we've seen quite recently within the last 24 hours or so uh, some of our special ops forces and Israeli special ops forces went into Gaza to reconnoiter, to plan for where they might want to go to free hostages and, and make an impact. And they were shot to pieces and took heavy losses, as I understand it. I think that's where we're headed. And I don't see that as a win for Israel in any way, shape, or form. And I certainly think it's very dangerous for us. You know, it's, it, it, I, I haven't heard a word from this administration about no. our forces going into Gaza and then taking heavy losses. He got that well, from a back channel. Yeah, he did. And, you know, it's, it's interesting on a lot of fronts because I was of the impression just from articles recently that we had 800,000 to a million troops. We don't have that. We got 400,000. That's kind of a, a shocker. That means we are weak on the military front. You might say, well, we got the hardware and all of that, but... We still need people to operate it. And even with the big technology, um, we need fuel and munitions. So Joe has led us down on that front. You talked about SEAL Team 6 that Joe gave up uh, many years ago, and they all were killed. And now our elite uh, SEAL team, he just gave them up accidentally. And so they're targets. So you got to wonder what this guy's real you know, who does, is Bill, in the White House. Who does he surround himself with? I mean, when he was standing a couple of days ago uh, with that Delta team, and when he was standing yeah. with when he was standing with them, you would have thought that one of his handlers would have said, "Mr. President, uh, these guys uh, they you know they they pride themselves in their in their secrecy and and uh, they're you know they they don't have pictures taken." You would have thought somebody would have stopped him from having his picture taken with these guys. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Now, with that said, he did it once, and the team was killed. He did it again. Is he that stupid? Well, that's a that's a debatable point right there, but no, because we also know, you know, that he couldn't be stealing money, but yet the evidence is there that he is. You know, he might have been a dummy and a liar, but he was a crook all his life. It's he, true. He cheated all his life, and he's cheating you. I mean, it's just like there's so many cheats going on. If you don't sit there and pay attention, it, it, you know, just like the Fannie uh, Willis thing, I'll talk about that later, of what's going on down there. And now there's a piece in the paper, uh, in, the, in the news, that's excusing what's going on and what they're really up to. And I'm going like, no, that doesn't. That one no. doesn't fly. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, when you talk about, the military being down to about 400,000 now. That's scary. It, it, it doesn't really include, I don't think, the National Guard. And I'll say, the, we let our military slip before. Uh, actually, before 9-11, our military was falling down. And do you remember what happened when we went into Iraq? We called all of our National Guard troops up. Not all of them, but most of them were called into active service. And a lot of the people who fought that war were National Guard. They were citizen 
soldiers who were fighting that war. We forget these things, you know, and I don't think they're included, by the way, in that overall statistic. So <clears throat> we would fall back on our National Guard troops, but uh, we're in dire straits. We, we know that we don't have the munitions and the weapons because we've been doling that out to the Ukraine like it's candy. You know, here, have some more. You need some ammunition? No problem. Want some F-16s? Fine. Take these. And, you know, the Russians are using them for target practice. They're blowing all the stuff up, the tanks that we send over, the Humvees, all these things are being destroyed, and all we're well, supposed to do is send more. You know, if if we survive the assault, I mean, if we get ourselves uh, in a war, Susie Riveter's going back to work, because, you know, we had to do that once a long time ago in our history, but the world was a different place. It was a way different place. And we had the time and the ability to do it. I don't know that we're going to have the time and the ability to do it. And you got this border crisis. You've got some nations taking advantage of the border crisis, chartering planes to fly in immigrants, illegals, and they're coming over just because they want to use them. Their countries want to use them as a way to extort money from us. Because thanks to Joe, we've we've dropped our trousers, we've dropped our border. Uh, mm. You know, it's open, yeah. and now you know we can be attacked from inside. We can be held hostage. Well, we can stop the planes coming in with all these people if you would just give us some money. We want your money. Devin Nunez was on with Maria yesterday, and he was talking mm -hmm. about uh, the border, and I didn't realize. They've uh, stopped 2,000 Chinese nationals from coming across. How many have they not stopped? Well, that's just it. Exactly right. Listen, listen to what With former House Intelligence Committee Chairman Devin Nunes. And Devin, you did a very in-depth investigation into communist China when you were the chairman of the Intel Committee. I want to get your take on what Griff Jenkins is reporting. Griff Jenkins is at the border, and he says that um, CBP sources have told him that nearly 2,000 Chinese migrants have been apprehended at the southern border. China, 7,000 miles away from the United States. They are coming through the southern border, and these are military-aged men. What do you make of this? This is, yeah. this is just 14 days. This number is astonishing. 2,000 people in 14 days, Devin. From the beginning yeah, and of the this system, has been going on for... This has been going on for a while. This this issue has been covered up really by the by the fake news and the Biden administration. They knew these Chinese nationals were coming in months ago. I mean, look, Maria, I'm not even in. I don't even get intelligence reports anymore. But you can see reports from all over the globe. You can see the pictures, the videos of Chinese nationals, military age, just like you said. This is not. This is real, and it's been happening for months. And everyone knew they were eventually going to make their way to the border and cross the border. And look, it's not just China. There's over 100 different countries. And you only have to look. I mean, look, think about what we've seen in this country, something that you would not have seen some 15 or, or 20 years ago. You had pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas demonstrations going on, not only in all of the big cities. You actually had it shut down the United States Congress, shut down Independence Avenue in Congress, led by members of Congress who are essentially pro-Hamas. Who, yeah. you know, and, and this is another thing that's been, I think, lost in this whole discussion, Maria. Yeah. You have 
Everybody's yep. complaining about the Israelis, the hospital, and you know, which turned right. out to be fake news. But what right, they're not talking right. about is, is they were celebrating this before the the Israelis started bombing Gaza. Celebrations were going on around the world. Devin Nunez, uh, former mm-hmm. uh, representative, and, you know, they talk about China. We we can't forget that Hamas, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, and Hezbollah uh, members have been found crossing the border into the United States. And they also, Hezbollah actually has camps like bases along the border that they don't yeah. talk about. Uh, it's, yeah. it's pretty sad. I mean, look, we have been infiltrated. We have let our guard down. Uh, it, it's not a matter of if it's when, and it's, I would say the answer to that is soon. I, I hate to be ambiguous because mm-hmm. you think they're going to telegraph, you know, when they're going to do something. But you know they're organized. You know they got orders. That you know they got a plan. And but you know one of the things about terrorist cells, they are just that. They are cells, and each cell has somebody that's ahead of it, and they operate independently. And what that means is, you can't cut off the head to that snake because it has many heads. Yeah, that's a good point, Bill. You know, uh, and the thing right now with the, I think they're waiting until there's an attack on Gaza. And when there's an attack on Gaza and we start getting involved with the Israelis, and we, we will, we don't send all those troops and airplanes and stuff over there just uh, to look pretty. I, I mean, I think that uh, all of a sudden we'll have, if not an active fighting presence, we'll have a support presence in Israel. We'll be bringing up the supplies and things like that. Uh, I'm just saying, and when that happens, you know that these terror cells you're talking about, I think, are going to start wreaking havoc in this country. Now, the only thing that I could say that would be of any, and it's uh, it's not even speculation, mm-hmm. it, it would be really weird theory, the only thing that possibly could save our butts with this shortage of soldiers mm-hmm. and personnel would be, you know, the, the proliferation and the and the, growth, the growth of AI if we actually had... Um, the universal soldier out there, the mechanical soldier that nobody knows about because <laughs> of our production. You mean now, like RoboCop? Well, like, yeah, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> RoboCop. Oh, my I God. mean, that, that, that's out of a Marvel uh, movie, yeah. maybe. Put you that know, gun down. You're under somebody arrest. Get, somebody <laughs> resurrects Stan Lee or, uh, you know, come well, up on Well, you know, man. there's probably a lot, Bill. We, we know what they have. Right now, we know seriously that they do have. Uh, uh, they call them, uh, well, they're, not, they're like laser weapons. Uh, what do they call them? High energy weapons, uh, energy pulse weapons. We have those. Yeah. They never talk about them. They have sonic weapons where oh, they yeah. can we actually. We talked about that a long time yeah, ago. They can, they can knock a crowd out with, uh, with a certain loudness, you know, a certain level. It, it, it's amazing. Uh, you probably have seen it. They use it in riots in certain situations. It yeah. has like a parabolic uh, shell to it. And they aim it right at the crowd, and when they turn it on, the a crowd will become disabled. I mean, it will cripple yeah. them. It has so. a horn, like the antenna has a horn on it, and it uh, which you know, it's not like a horn, mm-hmm. but it's the way it's shaped, and it takes that signal and just sends it. It's it's very directional. It can be widespread, but you know those sonic weapons will sit there. And some you can hear, some you can't. But you will you will fall to your knees in yeah. pain, nausea, headache, and it lasts for a while. It it will bring you down quickly, worse than a migraine or a cluster headache. 
So, uh, you know, Doug McGregor, he was on with Tucker. But he was on another podcast. I found this, too. I think he was on this one yesterday. And he was talking about how we're being affected right now domestically. And uh, he had some interesting points to make. Uh, Doug McGregor. The Uniparty is owned by various lobbies. Some of those are corporate. Some of them are foreign. Some of them are, uh, you know, pharmaceuticals. Uh, you know, different kinds of things that for different reasons have, have found a way to essentially buy up politicians. We know that. That has to go away. Uh, I think it will as a result of where we're headed financially. We also said we've got to return to a very simple formulation. You know, faith, family, country. Faith, family, country. One of the things that we've seen with this government that we have is a systematic attempt to destroy the family. Uh, it's incomprehensible to us that now we want the state to determine, you know, what what children learn to believe is real or unreal. That the state uh, controls not only uh, you know our lives as as adults, but is going to enable children without consulting their parents at the age of seven to engage in self mutilation and transform themselves, they think, from, you know, a boy into a girl. We think that people that are willing to do that sort of thing to anybody who's under the age of 18 should be treated as criminals and go to jail. Uh, you know, so when you, look at, when you look at the things that concern us, we want to end these pointless wars overseas, stop the interventions. Uh, secondly, we, we want to restore the rule of law. You know, we can't go forward, you know, indulging criminals, as, as you know from your own experience in your own country. You do it. We've got to stop it. <clears throat> you know, Mao had a, had a saying, shoot one, educate a million. You know, when you watch people loot and commit crimes against fellow citizens, you shoot one. And you'd be surprised how much attention that gets on the street. Everybody else suddenly says, oh, my God, I better stop her. I'm going to be shot. But we seem to have lost our our intestinal fortitude, our guts, our courage to do what is necessary to protect our society. So we've got to restore the law of law. And in connection with that, we've got to close our borders. We've got to round up all these people who've come here illegally and expel them. We can't afford them. We can't employ them. They're not coming with skills that will enable them to assimilate. You know, we've long since breached the limits of assimilation as it is. But we'll go under completely if we don't stop what's happening now. So these things have to happen. And then we absolutely must halt the sexualization of our children. Teaching sex classes to third graders? Good Lord, I don't remember anything remotely sexual about being in third grade. What are we doing to ourselves? So, you know, the... Now, you're talking about an appeal across party lines. We're saying, look, there are lots of good people, Democrats and Republicans, who can agree on those things. We need to come together, and we need to go after these people in Washington, push them out of office. We need to force this agenda that I just described to you onto Washington. Get out of this terrible pit of despair that we're currently wandering around in. Boy, good point. You know, if yeah. in my opinion, if Obama and Biden and even Bush have done anything to our country, they've separated us. They've, they've divided us as a nation. We've become the left and the right as opposed to all American. I mean, we're all American. When we all go to a football game, we all cheer as one, you know? 
Yeah, well, maybe right. maybe two because we're cheering for one or the other side. But I mean, we're all of the game, enjoying mm-hmm. the same experience, and, and our. And I truly believe that we've got to get back together as as Americans. Yeah. Well, they've divided the game too because now we have pronouns and that's true. Yeah. You know, so you're cheering for Team A. And whatever pronoun on that team A there is, you know, and forget about the pronouns on team, you know. Yeah. Uh, I have a crude joke that I won't tell. No, no, no. Yes, so no. we are a family we, show. We will say. Yes. Um, but, you know, it's interesting. Faith, family, and country is what he talked about. Faith, family, yeah. and country. And that's it's as simple as that. Faith, got to get back to our faiths. And right. family. We got to, you know, they've divided our family up. I mean, you know, I think it goes all the way back. This sounds crazy. It goes back to TV dinners back in the 50s and 60s. We used to sit down together as a family and have dinner as a family, as a, as a unit. And it was a, it was kind of a joyous time when everybody had a chance to reconnect and experience, you know, their, their, their day's life. Now, well, uh, we eat in the living room upstairs. We're down in, in in the basement. We're we're out having pizza or whatever. We're not experiencing family life anymore in this country. You know? No, and you know what? Uh, relationships, family—they're targeted on so many levels. If you're in a relationship, I mean, a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Do everything you can to keep it because there there are people that are divisive, but they're also things in the news that program us and uh, you're better off alone. You know, that's your, your advice. You're better off. alone. Oh yeah. Yeah. They want to single us out, you know, and I, well, I, you know, Bill, you look at even commercials on TV nowadays, right? Uh, they'll have the kids in the commercial be the wise ones and the parents in the commercial be the, the numbskulls or the dummies. Oh, what? You know, it used to be that they revered parents. They were the wiser of the group. You know, they had the wisdom to pass right. down. But now in these, and it's a subtle thing, but we, we learn to accept it. You know, we see it after a while. We get used to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, what, is, what does that guy know? His kid's right. You know, the, the, the kids are there to learn. But it doesn't happen in our society. We really lost control of so many very important things in our society that we have got to regain control of. Faith, family, and country, like Doug McGregor says. We, exactly. We've got to value those. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, yeah. you had an interesting thing. You uh, held up a little sign. Did I, did I get that right? CDC called you? Yeah, I was I was surprised because the call came in right at uh, well just a couple of minutes before nine o'clock, and it didn't say CDC, but then they identified it was a nice young lady. I talked to her. I said, "Well, what the hell, you know?" Yeah, uh, I wanted to see what they were asking about. And in a nutshell, they're kind of number one, they're identifying and 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 seeing what you have in your household, or they're trying Ooh. to break it down to. You know, do you have a large group, small group? What are the ages of the group? Are they between four oh. and 18? So they're doing that, and then they're identifying you. I'm like going, oh, that, that was interesting. I did say, you know, this is kind of an un- unusual time for anybody to be calling, but mm-hmm. go ahead. I'm, I'm interested now because I was actually getting ready to retire upstairs. But then they get, of course, into it's the CDC. 
So they want to know about your general overall health, if you've had any inoculations. And I'm going, oh, here's a tippy-toe dance. We're mm-hmm. starting with the flu shot. We do get to COVID-19. You know, where are you going to take the shot? Would you take the shot? Have you gotten at least your first shot? When are you going to do your shot? Have you talked to your doctor about your shot? Why haven't you done the shot? Do you believe in the shot? They had about 20 to 25 questions all about the shot. And I just sat there, you know, I'm going, ma'am, I haven't taken the shot. I have been, I've had people cough in my face that have had COVID. Well, have you ever had it? No, I have not. Well, do you feel safe? Yes, I do. Well, you must have a hell of an immune system. I don't know. I just know that what I'm doing is right, and I have too many questions about this. Well, you've gotten the flu shot, and I'm going, it's not the flu shot that I worry about. You know, it's the stuff. But they were breaking things down and identifying, and the only thing that I could think of, because they were going, well, we may call or contact you again. And I'm going, they're... They're getting statistics out there because I had heard, and I think what they're going to do is at some point in time mandate that everybody get the damn shot. Because they even talk about a new shot variation. Well, that's what they have out now. The shot that they're giving you now, the new COVID shot, is an adjusted shot. It's a variation of uh, the original. By the way, I don't know that you heard this or not, uh, Moderna and Pfizer, their stocks were down massively over the last quarter. Uh, it's like people aren't uh, falling for it anymore. So uh, just a point of interest. Speaking of viruses, Bill, mm-hmm. did you hear this? The Daily Mail reported on Tuesday that communist Chinese scientists discovered eight never-before-seen viruses on a tropical island. The project was funded by the Chinese government. Researchers, oh, of course. Yes. Researchers took almost 700 samples from rodents on Hainan, I guess it is, H-A-I-N-A-N, Hainan, which is located just off China's southern coast. Nine million people currently reside on the island. Uh, the other pathogens discovered were as follows. Are you listening, boys and girls? Uh, two new pestiviruses, which are related to yellow fever and dengue. Isn't that fun? A new astrovirus, a family of viruses that causes infections like stomach bugs. Two new paroviruses, which can cause flu-like symptoms. And two new Papillo, papillo, <laughs> this is easy for me to say. And this is why I'm not a doctor. I'd spend all day in the corridor trying to prescribe a drug. Papillomavirus, a papilloma. family of uh, pathogens that can cause genital warts and cancer in people. Now, what could possibly go wrong? Because they've taken all of these brand new, neat viruses back to mainland China where they're going to run tests and experiments on them. You know that nothing can go wrong there, right? I mean, heck, what can go wrong? Probably took yeah. it back to Wuhan. They didn't yeah, close you're, it. You're worried too much, Jim, about I know. us I, playing with vi- I know. You know, <laughs> there, I'm sure that there's even more viruses than that. Why are they going out looking for these deadly viruses? Yeah. You know, where the CDC contains all the viruses we've encountered, but why are they going out looking for them so that we can experiment with, that, and that's exactly what they're going to do. And I bet you 
some roots come back to the United States. And isn't that biological warfare? Isn't that illegal? Oh, sure. Well, isn't that hey, illegal? Look, a lot of people will tell you the reason why we're in the Ukraine is because we had 40 different bio labs that we were running along the border between Russia and Ukraine. And, uh, and Putin said, hey, this has got to stop. These these uh, yeah. bio warfare labs that you're you're working in the Ukraine can't go on. And uh, how long do you think the human race is going to? Uh, to uh, well, you know who around? raised his head yesterday, Bill? Who? Anthony Fauci. Yes, Anthony Fauci once again said, "Boys and girls, we're getting ready for another uh, another pandemic." And he said, "We haven't learned anything from the first one." And right now, I think I'm paraphrasing here, he said, right now we're living my worst nightmare, meaning he's afraid that we've learned nothing and we're getting ready for round two. So Dr. Frankenstein is about to strike again. Yes, the he's created another ask, monster, Bill. Uh, the reason I ask is just, you know, we talk about we're trying to promote the longevity of our lives, and that's a great thing. We want to be around. I'd like mm -hmm. to live my full lifespan. I'd like to be around another 20, maybe 30 years. But you know, ah, From your lips to God's ears. Go ahead. Yes, but yes. it depends on what condition you're going to be in. But do you know that there are, there are animal life and plants and species on this planet? 75 every day disappear. It, it, that has been since the beginning oh, sure. of dawn of time. Until now, 75 and that, every that go day. That they go, go extinct, never to come back again. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll be a barren planet. No, no, no. New life creates. So, you know. So what you're saying, Bill, is that, and they, by the way, they don't work at going extinct. They don't have, like, these little, these little lives that disappear every day. They don't have labs where they're trying to create stuff that'll make them go extinct faster. Only we humans have that. Oh, yeah. Yes. So why don't we just let nature do what it does and we enjoy now now great, you know, if if the planet's gonna get hot and we're gonna burn like we're in hell, you know, then we might wanna, you know, look at that. But uh this is kind of we're stupid. You know, we're, we are we are going to... Why did you say what you really to, feel, Bill? <laughs> well, no, we're stupid. Yeah. At, you know, we're we're working on our own our own demise at an expedited rate. So these oligarchs out there go, well, you know, if we control the population, we do this and we do that. We have more for us. Well, I hope, you know, if that is truly what you're going to do, that you're at the top of the list, mm. you know, because don't put me on your list. Hey, uh, well, I... I Speaking speaking of uh, stupid, uh, I I couldn't believe what Jenna Ellis did yesterday. Uh, she accepted a a plea deal with uh, that you know, what's her name uh, down in Fanny, down in Georgia. Fanny, Fanny, thank you, Fanny Willis. And uh, but it says here a tearful Ellis, thirty eight, pleaded guilty on one count of aiding and abetting false statements. And writings on Tuesday, uh, she said she did not plead guilty, however, to the RICO charge. She said, and I'm going to read to her, this is what she said in a tearful statement to Judge Scott McAfee. As an attorney who is also a Christian, I take my responsibilities as a lawyer very seriously, and I endeavor to be in a person of sound moral and ethical character in all of my dealings, Ella said. I believe that 
Challenging the results on behalf of President Trump should be pursued in a just and legal way. I failed to do my due diligence. Instead, she said she relied on information that was provided to her by other lawyers, quote, with many more years of experience, end quote. If I knew then what I know now, I would have declined to represent Donald Trump in these post-election challenges, she said. I look back on this whole experience with deep remorse. And, but she said this with tears in her eyes. You know, I saw her speak. First of all, she was, she's, right. a young, she's a young woman. And she was, you know, she seemed to be passionate about the cause back then. And I think she felt that uh, uh, it was going to go a certain way, and it didn't go that way. And the other side aimed at her. And, and I think that it frightened her. And she probably doesn't have the resources to fight it. She doesn't. And, you know, l- let me tell you something. When there is no law, go ahead and look it up mm-hmm. for uh, the prosecution when they're cutting a plea deal to tell you the truth. They are not bound by law to tell you the truth. So they can use a word called chicanery. Now, chicanery means, oh, I'll lie to you to get a, a determination. If you plead to this, you know, don't worry. It's not going to be held against you. You're going to get to go on with your life. You're going to help us in this. So, and the tearful thing, I've seen people in court before sit there and they plead guilty. And some of them are pleading guilty and they're really guilty and they don't cry. The uh, others have pleaded guilty. The people that I see cry are doing, they're doing something that they are coerced and forced into. Yeah. And they are going against their own will. And that's what makes you shake. And that's what makes you cry. But it's interesting because, you know, obviously they've cut two plea deals and there's more in the works. There's 19 people. And we're going, why in the hell are they going after well, Trump? The media, going after- the media is saying, have you heard the media? They've been saying. Yeah, I got it right here. I was going to. Okay, go ahead. I'll let you do it. Go ahead. Jump in. Yeah, it. because they're saying the, re- the real reason Fannie wants Trump go defendants to flip, um, according to the legal experts, uh, is so that they can focus on a smaller number of key players in what they say was racketeering scheme to overturn a U.S. presidential election. Uh, that's according to the legal experts. They say they want to get things moving and get this garbage out of the way. Well, let me ask you a question. If this was unimportant stuff, mm-hmm. why did you indict them in the first place? No, the reason you indicted them is you wanted to sit there. Each one takes up news time and space where they can keep this story out in the public eye. It is a distraction. It is all negativity. Now, are they going to be able to use these people against Trump? No, but they're going to be able to use the new sensationalism sensationalism of it against him, and that's what they want to do. And even she, if you listen to what she said, what you read, she said it should be legally pursued. It should be. But now there is good news for people, and that is that, no matter what is going on, do you know, and the Democrats don't know what to do about this because this is about winning and not by any just means, Trump is now at 61%. DeSantis is down to 12 And, you know, they're going, oh, he's going to destroy the Republican Party. No, 
the Republican Party is growing a pair. We'll just put it that way. Mm -hmm. And we are standing up. Well, this goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show, Bill, about how how we responded to the 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 idea that they'd be putting a rhino in the speakership. The people obviously Mm -hmm. got ticked off and started to call and burn up the phone lines. Enough is enough. Now, the sad thing is there was a report, I think we talked about it yesterday, uh, that there's a civil war brewing. Some 47 to 53% of Democrats say violence is the only way. It's 43% of Republicans. So that means a a vast number, well, the majority of Democrats, they just want to go to a slugfest. I mean, when I say a slugfest, if they see you with a Trump sticker, they'll shoot you. They don't care. You know, so you got to wonder what is in the mind in the person in the car next to you, mm. you know, and 43% of Republicans. So, you know, that means that you're not going to question it, Bill. They, they sentenced her to $5,000 worth of fines, uh, 100 hours of community service, and she had to pen an apology letter to the people of Georgia, which I think is like, that to me is, is it's a communistic. You will, you will write an apology to the state. Anyway, uh, but well, my, my, my question is this. When Trump gets in, and I, by the way, I don't think Trump is angry at Jenna Ellis. I don't think nah. Trump is angry at any of these people. So, uh, you can pardon him. I, I, I think that's going to happen. I think as soon right. as he gets into office, that's a sponge from your record. You're, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Well, Democrats, uh, Democrats in courts, uh, I would name a name, but I, I won't, not against me, but I was involved in a case. And, you know, one of the things is they lie and they do, they do, they cop plea deals. And, you know, I said, don't even do that. They did. And then all of a sudden it took forever to untie it because, you know, if you do this and you do admit to that and we, you do have to apologize for it, which is an admission, they lied. Again, there is no law to keep them from lying and the person signed it and did everything and then said, wait a minute, no, 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 no. You're taking what I said and twisting it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you said it and you signed it. And there's twofold for that. Number one, they want you to accept it and admit it. You know, doesn't you don't get a day in court. You take this deal. You admit to it. It's yours. You own it. We have given it to you. We've rubber stamped it on your forehead. It is a scarlet letter, and that's it. Now, if you sit there down the road and go, you know, that was a crock of crap. I had to do it. They can go back. Ah. Well, what you, you said a little while ago, I, I, I think it's true. She, I think she was crying because she didn't want to. She didn't want to make that statement in court. If you do something, look, remorse a lot of times is something that you are forced to do that you don't want to do. But the only way out of this, you you you're out in the middle of the forest, and you get your leg caught in a bear trap. Yeah, and there's no one to help you, and you got to cut your leg off. Now, you're going to cry from the pain, but you're going to sit there and be mad at yourself that you got in that bear trap. It wasn't your fault. Somebody said it, hit it, and there it is. Hmm. But you're going to, you're going to forever, you know, I cut off my own damn leg. <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe not the same thing, but you get what I'm saying, the point mm-hmm. I'm trying to make. Well, you know, uh, I think that, uh, I think that petrified, the left is petrified that Trump is going to be the uh, uh, the president. As a matter of fact, they've, they've brought out their big guns again. Now, Hillary 
is uh, all of a sudden oh, back yeah. in the news. But yesterday, I don't know whether you heard about this. She was confronted uh, in a uh, she was doing this this presentation, and she was hosting it. And one of the people in the audience just started to go after it. And I'm going to play a little bit of it. This is Hillary being raked over the coals. Honestly, I'll be struck I'm, by the hypocrisy I'm sorry. We've got of this. Two more people I, I to hear from. I'm sorry. You, you have a the, chance. Well, the, I'm not sorry. The, the you sit down. I, I know we're you're not sorry. People, That's the point. The hypocrisy of this talk. speech. The I'm hypocrisy of the fact that. Frank what, what do you have? Can you please. Frank Magisha is a leading Make a statement about President Joe Biden's speech. This is a clearly warmongering speech. President Joe Biden is calling for $100 billion of funding for Israel, Taiwan, and Ukraine. And we're supposed to just bundle these together and pretend like we're going to rush to World War III and we're all just going to let Hillary Rodham Clinton sit here. And, okay. I'm yes. sorry. You know, yes. this is not, what, what, this is not no, the way no, to have no, a conversation. If you want to have Biden, a conversation, you're no, welcome to come you, talk to you me can, afterwards. You can sit here. Okay, you're right. You're yeah, gonna you're gonna yeah. you're gonna wait for me, right? I, please, I, I, I don't. Wait for I do you, not believe you. And I will you. listen to you. And I, do, I will respond. I do to you, not believe you. Respectfully, right. I do not believe you. Well, and the fact just, of the matter is that the just, American people's voice are what need to be heard. Yeah, because, they are being because heard. Because our president is not speaking for the American people, and well, neither are you. Well, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. Yes, that's my but, opinion. But well, then sit down. We've heard your opinion. Thank you very much. Now we're gonna I'm turn to gonna people who are on the front lines of working on behalf of you. Rights. I'm going to exercise my free speech. But until, it's not, until it's not free speech when you this, are disrupting yes, everybody else's opportunity. It is free to speech. Speak. This is free speech, everyone. This is free speech. That is not free speech. This is people constructing narratives that are openly hypocritical. I'm sorry. You, the, the incredible hypocrisy. You know, maybe you could I could go on. It goes on. Seriously, it yeah. goes on for another two minutes. And. Was See? involved with the CIA. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you're brilliant in your oh, historical. Yes. I'm just going to. Enough. Enough. Matt, Hillary w was having nothing of it, right? But she wasn't. She was. I guess she's so used to saying, don't do this. And people going, yes, ma'am. That. Uh, Oh, this, yeah, she should she should well with leather when she talks. She's well, a dominatrix. Well, you know? it's it, uh, this guy was having. I got to tell you, a funny little uh, the rest of the story. Right. Uh, the new at the, the one of the news crews followed this guy who was talking, and he talked for three or four minutes, and then this big heavy bodyguard came in. You can't do this. Uh, you're interrupting. Uh, you, and actually, he was trying to make a point, and she wasn't letting him make the point. Anyway, he was escorted out and they, the news crew stood with him on the sidewalk and the guy had wrote a sign up, a real quick sign that said, Hillary promised to speak with me after the performance. And he's there and the performance is over. She never showed up. She said, I'll speak with you after the, after the discussion, after the conference. And she of course just disappeared She's a liar. Yeah. She's always been a liar. Yep. Her so. husband was a liar. She's a liar. And she is a traitor. She is a thief, just like yep. Joe. And she is a killer. Hey, and she wants to make you and I go to a uh, and what do they call to it? hell in a handbasket? No, the, no, to to a, a reindoctrination yeah a camp. Hell in a oh, handbasket. Yeah, so we can learn to think like she thinks and believe like she thinks. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, these are the Such people. Such a lovely woman. You know, she she 
couldn't just be uh, at peace being the first lady. She has to be the dictator of the country, you know? If, well, she, was, if she were president, she probably had that guy shot, you know? Was <laughs> Bill, the, you know, Bill once made the, the, the comment, you know, you got two presidents in one. So who was the real president during the Clinton years? Oh, my God. You know who it was. The real thinker? Yeah. By the way, she has a terrific uh, right uh, right hand because I think she threw an ashtray once at Bill, and, yes. and he had to explain to the media why he had a he had a, a bruise above his eye. <laughs> yeah, I, I I know I know the story very well about the ashtray yeah, and yeah. somebody else famous in uh, that particular scenario, but we won't go there. You know, you, you have to ask yourself. Uh, do, do, you kind of feel sorry for Bill when you get to know her. I mean, holy smokes. She spent more time with Uma Amadin than she did with uh, Bill. You know, Bill was uh, left high and dry. Anyway, I thought you'd be interested in hearing that little debate uh, that mm. Hillary had with one of the citizens of, uh, it, it was at Columbia University School of International and Public Affairs, you know. Yeah. They always do that. So they, do they surround themselves with a lot of like-minded liberals when they retire. When are we going to start hearing from the uh, the other Clinton nightmare, Chelsea? Because she's just like her mother. Well, we have kinda. I mean, she has let her her voice be known about uh, things like abortion and stuff like that, and her stance on the trans movement. They're they're uh, they're two of the same kind. You know, I'm sure she's being groomed to uh, carry the you know the torch for that. That that family, we're not done with them yet. Unfortunately, um, you would think no. that she would just go quietly into retirement, like a, a lot of people. But she uh, she doesn't do it. Speaking of going into retirement, you know, Mitch McConnell was interviewed over the weekend. Did you hear about yeah. this? And he says oh, he's he's great now. Oh, yeah. oh he's 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 hanging in there. Listen, people wonder about your health. How are you feeling? How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm completely recovered and uh, just fine. Uh, you and your office felt the need to to share and disclose some of the details about your health because of some of these public incidents. And the doctor here said there was no evidence of Parkinson's disease or a stroke or or a seizure. Um, and I wonder, is there anything the public should know that wasn't disclosed? Uh, I'm in good shape completely recovered and back on the job. So does that mean that you think you are able to continue serving and you want to continue serving here at a time when we are talking about incredible dysfunction in Washington. I think we ought to be talking about what we were talking about earlier rather than my health. I think what the situation was is he had a crack in his printed circuit myself. <laughs> right. You never know. Yeah, maybe maybe there was a crack and some water got in that short circuited. Yeah. <laughs> You you got you got to love it. I'm fine. I'm okay. And doesn't everybody in the middle of a press conference just zone out? I mean, isn't that normal? I mean, he was he was talking about something. If you remember, and then and he, then he just stopped. <laughs> well, you know, you, you know what I'm going bad because when I'm talking, all of a sudden you start to hear a little <laughs> and uh, and things like yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love what Trump said yesterday about getting. <laughs> Trump said yesterday about getting into a fight with Joe. He'll hit him in the nose and oh, yeah. knock off his plastic nose. 
Oh my yeah. gosh. It'll be uh, it'll be all over the ground. That plastic will be everywhere, you know. But you know, it's funny. Uh, I I was doing trying to write a, a satirical piece mm-hmm. on, uh, and I used AI, and uh, about and I was using about popcorn and Trump taking uh, popcorn out back at the schoolyard, and the AI all of a sudden had liberal slants in it, going, "Well, we need to calm down and speak." common oh. sense and get away from and I was like going wait a minute now well who designs it? who are the designers of the AI who programmed the AI probably a bunch so, of liberals so right there if you got AI it will do things for you but that means that somewhere is a liberal in charge so if you got AI that's writing a story you know what AI's AI, unfortunately, unless it is truly free thinking, mm-hmm. and it is well, apparently not, because when it goes into that, I've seen news stories change. Well, speaking of online. speaking of that, uh, Elon Musk uh, put a challenge out to uh, Wikipedia because he said that Wikipedia used to be a pretty good resource, but it, it has since become a liberal uh, megaphone. What megaphone? And he said he said. I will give Wikipedia $1 billion if they will change their name for one year. And I thought, ooh, well, that seems like a pretty good deal. Uh, He wanted them to change the name, and this is what he wanted, so I'm not being... He wanted them to change the name to Dickopedia. (laughs) I mean, you know, he thinks very little of... uh, the value of Wikipedia in, in its current form. He said, he said, you know, you can take Wikipedia, anything that you can take, any reference that you can take and download the entire, the entire computer base onto your cell phone isn't much of a reference. And I didn't realize, and Wikipedia came back and said, well, that's not really the case. We have multiple languages. We have this, we have that. And actually we end up having like 400 terabytes worth of, a of, uh, of computer, you know, uh, software uh, usage for 400 terabytes. Well, you know, that's a bit defensive there, uh, Wikipedia. By the way, they didn't take them up on that that offer. They did not say we'll take the uh, billion well, dollars. You know, have you ever looked up, uh, if you're in a, uh, any kind of professional business, and you go, well, I wonder if I look up Jim Harrington there, you know, and then, uh, well, you know, I, I had a guy that worked for me, Jim Quinn, mm-hmm. and, uh, it, it had all the, the accolades of this guy. Yeah, so oh, well, sure. Cool, you know, and everything was there up to the point where he was working for me and I'm going, wow, Jim, you're in there. He goes, yeah, I uh, filled out the form and put that in there myself. <laughs> That's not always the case. That isn't always no. the case. Some people do it for you. Some, some radio stations that you work in, I know that in my case, they have people who uh, who they want all their talent to be on Wikipedia, and they'll put a bio on Wikipedia. You know, uh, at least that's my experience. But yeah, so, you're right; you can do it yourself. You can literally, and by the way, you can go in and change other people's bios. You know, yeah, you can you can go and rewrite somebody. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. that is, I'm like going, you got to be kidding now. Um, but that is the way it works and that's the way it's going to be. So have you, have you thought about how, 
but you know, we we look at that and we shake our heads, but they've like the Encyclopedia Britannica or some of these other, you know, Merriam-Webster. Some of these have been infiltrated with people who have added words and taken words out that they didn't like because they weren't socially acceptable in their eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, they're words, and they've been around forever, and all of a sudden they're removed because the left doesn't like them. The left has a lot of influence that way. They're very smart that way. They will they will massage things to benefit their message, whereas mm-hmm. the right, uh, they'll spend three weeks fighting over who's going to hold the gavel, you know, as opposed to getting back to work. Well, yeah, I... I... Look, anyway, what, what, you know, what's going on? Yeah, I was uh, uh, other things. You have any other little items you want to uh, pass along uh, to the really multitudes? Wasn't. Well, let's see. We talked about Trump, his thing. We talked mm-hmm. about Fanny. Uh, well, what do you think is going to happen? What are we looking forward to today, Bill? We're going to have maybe a, a speaker vote today. Think this guy Johnson is going to be the guy who carries the gavel? I, I don't know. You know, I would actually hope that well, number one, they would sit down and have a meeting and say, "Okay, we got to get this done." And they would sit down in consensus before they do the vote and they make the vote the way it should be. Mm-hmm. They sit there and, and make their, their top ten list of what we're going to get done and surprise the hell out of the media where it can't keep up with them. And they just plow forward and make up for lost time. But they got to get their vote done and quit doing the victory lap and the dance. Forget about that. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. The victory lap and the dance is getting your damn jobs done. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm hoping that this guy Johnson is the right man for the job and they just get him in. But, you know, if he's based upon previous people, previous uh, speaker designates uh, who we, we, we've we liked, if they, were, if they were someone that I liked, odds are he's going to run into trouble. You know, you mentioned uh, anything I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, story that we, uh, that we once talked about that we might have missed in the news yesterday you know, is Obama and the uh, death of his, uh, oh, yeah. his uh, the cook. Oh, yeah. yeah you this, know, a, there's a picture, more to that story. A picture surfaced of Obama. He was there. I know, but they didn't tell you that, did they? No, no. No, he was there, which means he's he's prime suspect no, numero uno. Well, they didn't. Remember when it, when it first happened? They said he wasn't even on the island. He and Michelle weren't even on the island initially. He was like, oh, the, the Obamas weren't around. They were not on the island at the time. Baloney. He, they were right there, folks. This he was, yeah, he was there, and that came out a couple of days ago. And, and when I, my and my son, you know, he's twenty, you know, so he's not into all of this politics. He goes, mm-hmm. "Oh, that's a problem. <laughs> that would be a problem." I'm going, "Yeah, you think? <laughs> you know? I mean, um, but you know, the media, it is there." to sweep away anything about their precious, you know, idols of the left. Forget about sweeping away. If they are bad, they're bad. Just admit it. Face it. One of the things and that Trump at has least pro- investigated. One of the things that Trump has promised, Bill, if he gets in, yeah. is cleaning up the media. Cleaning up the media. I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't know how he can legally do it unless he can prove these people have been subversive intentionally subversive with regard to the government uh, you know if they've been lying to the people to to affect political change then that's not being a news a news source a news operation 
Well, That's, cleaning up the media is going to be tough because you clean up the media, then that, does that mean you control the media that's reporting what you're cleaning up? You know, I, I don't know. It, you're right. It's going to be a tough thing to yeah. do, but it does have to be done. And I think the poll numbers showing that more and more people uh, on the Republican side are saying Trump, 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 independence for a lot, for the most part are saying Trump. They do like Kennedy too. Not a bad choice there. I mean, he's he a good has, guy. The, the black community has uh, 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 the largest segment uh, of the voting population voting for. I mean, 30% of the vote now looking at Trump as the candidate. I mean, that's a big deal. I think it was used to be like 13%. You'd be happy. All of a sudden, the black community is looking at Trump as being a, a, a realistic answer to their problem. Yeah. Well, I Trump is a realistic answer to anybody's problems you look at today and what's going down there's enough distance between when trump was president and to now and what has changed since then to now oh we gotta we gotta build it back better because trump tore it up well apparently and obviously bidenomics is not working his foreign affairs project is uh, products or uh, projects are not working it's apparent that he has had his hands into uh getting money illegally uh, Hunter, uh, the debacle that's going on there. And I think people are going, and then they see the January 6th thing and they find out there really is no air in that balloon. Oh, it's hot air, but it's coming from the left. The, the, it's all, all fabricated. All, I've said this before, and I've heard others say it since, which means that somebody's listening. Uh, if Joe Biden wanted to tear this country down, what would he do differently? I mean, what would he do? Di- nothing. Nothing. Everything he has done has pulled us closer to internal strife and external strife. I'm talking about civil war and international war, like a world war. Everything he's done. They have two choices. They can either, one, fix it and and take it back and hope that, you know, public opinion will sway back to him by his good deeds because we don't we we have we're like goldfish in a tank we got a 10 second memory so they can sit there and glaze this pile of crap over with um sugar. icing yeah. sugar yeah and and but yeah but it's know, still it's crap that it's, or yeah. the only other alternative is they've got to hold on to the power and the only way they can do that is go to war have internal conflict or war civil war whatever kind of war or all the above and then the government gets locked down. There are no elections. And Joe stays in office until he dies. And then they put a new Democrat in. With that, sir, we're going to wrap it up because it's been a, it's been an interesting program. Had a lot lot to talk about. Yeah, we always try to start the show, Bill and I do, thinking, well, what are we going to talk about today? You know, It's never a problem. As a matter of I fact. I had nothing today. I had nothing on my plate. Yeah, but you know, Bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you... Uh, you're pretty good with nothing, actually. Uh, anyway, uh, if you want to call us and voice your opinion, our number is 833-538-7868. 833-538-7868. There's mail at itsanotherday.com, mail at jimandbill.com, and jimandbillatmail.com, and any other way, you know, you could send a carrier pigeon. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, I got nowhere to run and nowhere to hide, so I only got one thing to say. Hasta la vista, baby! We're out of here. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America.
These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? 